Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, episode 8. You heard me correctly. Episode 8 from the Fringe Podcast coming to you live from the Sonoran Desert. And I hope everyone had a great weekend. Hope you all got to play some golf. I got out after a two-week hiatus. Shot a personal best. Pretty happy about that. Back's a little stiff right now, but we're going to move through it. We had a pretty big weekend in the world of golf, so let's get into this. We had the Open. British Open. I'm going to call it the British Open. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if that's politically correct or not. But I'm calling it the British Open. We had the British Open this weekend. And it was everything you'd expect a British Open to be. It was Lynx-style golf. It was pot bunkers. It was weather. It was wind. And Brian Harmon was our winner. He finished the tournament 13 under par. He beat the field by six strokes. Sepp Straka, Tom Kim, Jason Day, and John Rahm were all tied for second place at minus seven. And this guy pretty much took the reins early on in this tournament and did not give them up. So uh, congratulations to Mr. Harmon. We're going to be talking a, a little bit more about him and what I saw this weekend in a second. But uh, it was a big weekend for the guy. With this win, not only did he win $3 million, Congratulations. He gained entry into the Open Championships until he is 60 years old. He is now automatically qualified for the next 10 British Opens. He's qualified for the other three majors, which is the Masters, the PGA, and the U.S. Open for the next five years. And he has a five-year membership exemption for the DP and the PGA Tours. So congratulations again to Mr. Brian Harmon. As you would expect, the golf media were shoving Rory down our throat. Most of the time, Rory was sitting about nine shots back, at least leading up to Sunday. And all we could hear about was Rory. And I had to mute it at some time, at some point during the broadcast and just watch the golf because I don't want to hear about how great Rory is when he's got a now officially a nine-year major drought and he's nine shots off the lead. There's other guys we can be talking about, other players that we can we can spotlight here, but God, they just want to shove Rory down your throat. Uh, the fans out there at um, Royal Liverpool, quite obnoxious to Brian Harmon. He, there was a lot of chirping going on to him. He was asked about it for the most part. He just responded in saying that what they were saying was unrepeatable. But he did talk about one guy on Sunday. He had just made a bogey during his round on Saturday. And some dude looked at him and chirped at him and said, Hey, Brian, you don't have the stones for this. And... He told the reporter that asked the question, he goes, that guy helped. He said um, that brought him back into reality, snapped him back, and reminded him that he is good enough to win this. And after that, Brian just continued to do his thing. So um, thank you to that young lad for uh, chirping at Brian and helping the American win. Over for the ladies, we had the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. This was a team event. It's a, very similar to the PGA's Zurich Classic. The team of Cheyenne Knight, Elizabeth Sokol won. 
This was Cheyenne's second uh, LPGA win and Elizabeth's first. So con- congratulations to those ladies. I believe their team name is Elizabethan Knights, I want to say. Pretty clever. But anyway, congratulations to them. Then we had the PGA DP World Tours alternate event for those that weren't playing in the major. Uh, it's the Barracuda Championship. Uh, it was alternate scoring as well. Instead of going on a basic stroke score, it's, it's based on... If you, you earn certain points for a, a birdie, certain points for par, bogey, whatnot. And um, Akshay Bata won this event. He is 21 years old. This is his first PGA win. He took a lot of a heat because he played his first PGA Tour event at 17. He decided to forego college and college golf and jump straight into the pros. And it looks like it's paying off because he's always in the mix every single week when he plays. 21, he just got his first tour win. So congratulations to you as well, good sir. That's a quick rundown of what happened this week. I don't have anything else, I think, to add to uh, to that. So I'm going to move on. Oh, yeah. Stay up. Stay up. Stay there. Okay, Fringers, I want to talk about Brian Harmon. Do we, do we even know what we just witnessed, the greatness that we saw this past weekend at the British Open? At the British Open? This isn't hyperbole. Like, seriously, I'm going to break this down. What we just saw out of Brian Harmon was greatness. There's no other way to say it. First of all, I want to address these clowns over at the Foreplay Pod, Country Club Adjacent, and NBC. These guys, after the takes that they had this past weekend, should not be allowed to talk about golf without putting a disclaimer on the screen that they are satire from here on out. Foreplay kept just pushing Rory, pushing Rory, talking, you know, taking little jabs at Brian Harmon, but the moment he wins, oh, congratulations, like, come on, guys, y'all been, y'all spent all weekend talking trash, and now you want to ride for this guy? Don't even. Then you got the clowns over at Country Club Adjacent. Yeah, They were cute when they first started out doing these back off challenges and chirping, but then they started just doing some real stupid stuff on their, uh, on their channels. And apparently some of these challenges that they've given themselves with drugs have, uh, really affected their mental capacity because this weekend, all I saw out of these guys were, oh, this is so boring. And they kept making fun of Brian Harmon, talking about how many times he's waggling the stick. And it was just poor form. If you don't understand golf and greatness when you're watching it, don't comment on it because you're a bunch of buffoons. You hear me? Y'all are just a bunch of buffoons. That leads us to NBC. And Brian Harmon has a very... Um, methodical pre-shot routine on the tee box or pretty much wherever he uh, waggles his club quite a few times however he was never called for pace of play violations or anything like that so personally i don't see it as a big deal every player has a pre-shot routine which helps them get into the zone but here we are nbc decided to troll mr Harmon and start putting up a waggle counter on sunday maybe it even started on saturday about how many times this guy is waggling his club before he hits it poor form would you do that to rory would y'all have done that to john rom or tiger woods or even ricky fowler 
No, you wouldn't. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves for acting that way and for disrespecting not only Brian Harmon, but the British Open and the world of golf with your antics. Again, y'all are supposed to be professional golf journalists and a professional golf media outlet. Act like it. Seriously, this is why people are moving to live because NBC and the people that cover the PGA want to talk about how sacred the game is. But then when someone that wins the damn tournament that they don't want to or is not sexy enough or appealing enough, they want to sit there and troll them. Y'all all are a bunch of clowns and you should be ashamed of yourselves. Sorry about that little rant, but let's keep going on here because I've got more. There was a uh, Brandel, Brandel Chambly, yes, him, on uh, Live from the Open, had a comment the other day about Rory. And I know I want to talk about Brian, but this will tie into it, I promise. They were talking about Rory losing. One of the commented that now that it is a nine-year drought, Brandel said it's like he's chasing his first major, but he's past his physical prime, and the weight of the world is on his back. Well, Rory's only 34, and, and they kept talking more about Rory and how um, he, he, he's got an insane grind out in his work ethic that he's in really good physical shape. They alluded that he had the body of a Greek god, but Brandon went back to say that, you know, a lot of these premier soccer players, the uh, their peak, their physical peak is uh, between 26 and 28. And you'll see a lot of these major clubs start releasing these players after they've hit that peak. And that's where he was alluding Rory is. Then they said, well, you know, Phil won all of his majors past 34. And like I, I mentioned, Rory's only, you know, Rory's 34. So I say this to circle back to Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon is 36 years old. He's been a pro since 2009. The dude is only five foot seven. According to Brandel Chamley and some of these other people on, uh, on the golf channel, he's been way past his prime forever, but yet he won. Not only did he win, he smoked the field and just abused that course. It was quite a feat to see. But how did he do it? This was his first win since 2017. Like I said, he's 36 years old. He's five foot seven. He's not a physically imposing human being. He's ranked 140th in driving distance for 2003 with an average of 294. However, he's ranked eight for driving accuracy. He's tied 29th for greens and regulation, and he's sole second place for scrambling. That's how this man won this tournament. No, it wasn't sexy. It wasn't big bombs down the fairway and you know he, he wasn't John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler or any of these other big names, but he played solid golf and in Europe on a link style course with the big pop bunkers and the rain and the wind, that's the kind of golf you need to know how to play. This man, while he's not long off the tee, his accuracy is on point. And then around the greens, his short game was even better. And then putting, here's a stat for you. He went 59 of 60 putts within 10 feet. 
He made 59 of 60 putts within 10 feet. He went 45 for 45, five foot or less, and was 14 of 15 from between the five and 10 foot range. There were no three putts all weekend long. He also only hit three of these world famous pop bunkers all weekend long. That's how this man won this tournament. That's how he earned the ranking of number 10 in the world now. Golf is not always glitz and glamour. You know, there's the saying, a lot of us golfers know it, you drive for show and you putt for dough. That's what Brian Harmon did. Rory will drive all he wants, can't putt. That's how, that's how Brian made that $3 million this weekend. So put some respect on Mr. Harmon's name. Respect the game of golf because the British Open is always a true test golfing ability. It's not the Parkland style courses that we have in America or in other parts of the world. Lynx courses are open. There's a lot of thick rough. They got bunkers. There's rain. And they had all of that. But that's how this man won the tournament. He won it by playing golf. You know, there's other there's other clubs in the bag, not just the driver. He won it with his putter. He won it with his short game. He won it with his accuracy. I mean... It's just, it's sick. It was sickening to watch social media and NBC, how they just disrespected this guy all weekend long. And then when he won, everyone wanted to turn around and, you know, be up there and give him congratulations. Like it's, uh, I, I don't really know how else to say it, man. It was just, it, it, it was a poor display by the golf media, and I don't understand why these guys get are, are held in the esteem that they are. But nonetheless, they are, and uh, I guess we have to live with it until, you know, live picks up. But that's my rant. That's what I really wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Brian Harmon. I wanted to put some respect on the man's name because what we watched this weekend was greatness. It was a true example of how the game of golf was is played and that's what I love about the game you don't have to hit the longest drives but if you're accurate and you know your bag just like I say about the LPGA players then you can win tournaments and you can make you can make a living out of this and make a name for yourself so Congratulations to Mr. Uh, Harmon. What a weekend. I hope he's, uh, he, actually, I think he is a shoe-in for the Ryder Cup. I can't wait for that, but that's that's the rant. I'm sorry if I got a little, uh, if I got a little agitated, but God, this weekend just really, r really irked me. So let's move on. I am proud to announce that the From the French podcast is brought to you by Shank It Golf. That's right, we've got the Shanks. At Shank It Golf, you can find golf polos, bags, and accessories. And let me tell you, they are some of the hottest ones on the market. So visit shankitgolf.com. Use the promo code FRINGE15 for 15% off your order. Or better yet, you can jump over to the Instagram page, give us a follow, and click the link and do your shopping from there. That is shankitgolf.com dot com yes we at from the fringe have the shanks and we want you to have them too oh yeah stay up stay up stay there okay so this coming weekend what's next the lpga has their fourth major 
We can expect a stacked field for this one. It's the Evian Championship in southern France right off of Lake Geneva. So if you're watching this like I will be, not only will you be watching some good golf, but the views should be absolutely stunning. Brooke Henderson is the defending champion, but quite frankly, with this field, it's anyone's tournament, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm, I have some favorites, but predicting this stuff, I have come to find out, is uh, a crapshoot, honestly. I mean, just look at what happened at the Open. You never know whose turn it's going to be on any given weekend. The PGA Tour is going to be having the 3M Open at TPC Twin Cities. The defending champion is Tony Finau. Now, this is going to be an interesting tournament. The field is not stacked. However, there will be two leaderboards to be watching this weekend. One, the tournament leaderboard. Two, the FedEx Cup standings leaderboard. Because this is one of two remaining tournaments for players to get to either 70 or under for the FedEx Cup standings and to get into the playoff chase. And it's a new playoff format, bigger money, so that will be interesting to watch as well. I do know Tony Finau and Justin Thomas will be in this field. Um, Justin Thomas sits at 73. He didn't make the cut last week at the Open, so he's going to be looking for a really good performance so that he can make the cut for the playoffs. Other than that, that's all we got going on this weekend. I'm playing golf this weekend. I hope you are. I'm playing one of the bougier courses out here in Scottsdale. I try to play at least one of them during the summer months when the demand is not that high and the green fees are lower than normal. But remember, shank it golf. Fringe15's the promo code. Grab you or a loved one some gear. Check us out on Twitter, FRM. T-H-E-F-R-I-N-G-E from the Fringe. Instagram and threads is at from underscore the underscore Fringe. Until next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a safe weekend. Be good and hit them straight.